Welcome to We Call It Soccer, a podcast by two United fans. I'm Colin. I'm Notch. And I'm Caleb. This week, Juan Lucy's red, Caleb Porter is blue, and Akapara feels brown. And it smells. Big breaking news this afternoon. House Speaker Pelosi announcing the start of long-awaited impeachment hearings into the president. And I wanted to ask you guys, what in your household has been long anticipated that you have finally started recently? It wasn't me that started it. It was actually my landlord that came over last night and did it. We finally got our front gutter reattached to the house. It's been a while. Yeah, that happened on St. Patrick's Day. I remember that. Yeah, 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 wow. Did it it need a two-thirds majority of the upper house to have the gutter put back? I mean, no. Okay, (laughs) Caleb. (laughs) Um, We recently recently moved, well, recently. It's been two months. We finally started to uh, hang stuff on the walls, so... That's a big step. Yeah. It is a big step. It's nesting. Yeah. What was the, was the first thing that you put on the wall? You're like, you know, this is going to be the easiest thing to place. <laughs> it wasn't the easiest. <laughs> our curtains in our bedroom. When no, 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 no. I mean, I mean like, okay, let me, let me take you through my process. When I look, think about the art on the walls, I'm like, damn, where does all this go in the new space? I know where it used to be in the old space, but I got to like place it, you know, on the like not like physically put it up, but like, do you visualize it? Yeah, like which which piece of art were you like? I know exactly where that needs to go, and I'm going to put it there. Well, it's actually the poster we got at a I think the L.A. game this year it was a schedule poster of Roman, Ozzy, Ike, and Jan, mm-hmm. all with weird faces. I'm pretty sure, and this I've been on this for a while. One of them definitely farted before the picture was taken. I can't tell which one. Judging <laughs> by the faces, they're they're all suspect. Based on this game, I bet it was Ike. <laughs> That that's on the <laughs> door in my basement that leads to the storage room. Nice. So, okay, that was easy to put up. That was actually the first thing we did put up. I have an old Minnesota United schedule that has Christian Ramirez awkwardly standing there in full kit, just like next <laughs> to all the dates. Aw, giving his awkward. I have a Honda. Do you want it? <laughs> face. Because <laughs> I'm moving to the West Coast and now yeah. Texas. So, so my my long awaited thing that I started was actually having some free time at home. I finished all my home projects, and my summer of regretting starting home projects is now over because I'm finally done. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy about it. Uh, we voted at this house. We impeached all the house projects that I had left over, and uh, they're not going to be done anymore. So, wait, you're saying that? With Donald Trump getting impeached, he's not going to get done anymore. Pretty sure that Melania sleeps in a different room. That's that's my mouth version of a badum chish. That one is that was a lot better. Yeah, okay. I should, I should, I should do that remotely more. accurate. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, two one. more tapes for just cover. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cue producer Nick. Let's move into a segment that we mo- go call. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that over again, there, champ. <laughs> I I just thought of producer Nick saying something on the air like he always does, and it just distracted me. You know, his uh, doleful, uh, his dulcet tones saying. 
But the championship is a game. See, how would that not distract you? I mean, right. he, he didn't say it. But I, I just was thought, a thought of him it. saying yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But he says it every single week that he's here. Yes, yes, so. exactly. We don't like using the recording. No. So uh, this, There's a recording? Yeah, right? Let's move into this. Just, just call in. Segment that we call <laughs> the championship. But the championship is a game. Thank you, producer Nick. Is it a game? Is it a league? No, it's a segment where we discuss America's top leagues, the NWSL and MLS. This week, some rumors coming out real quick before we get into the game that the NWSL has or was considering having itself get absorbed into the USL. Um, also, some reports coming in that it might spin off from US soccer and become a fully independent entity. Both of these outcomes would have massive implications for how the league would move forward both with expansion, funding, all sorts of stuff. Um, There's so many moving parts to each of those concepts. It's It's probably best to just think about them if they ever happen yep agreed uh also if if we have to start talking about them now we gotta talk, start talking about bob williams tweets which by the way bob williams tweeted the other day some picture with like a vague caption of this really old guy and i I was like whoa bob williams has like major myspace angles on his twitter profile picture apparently it's like a young guy with glasses looking looking like awkwardly into the Sorry, Bob. I'm I'm just like completely yeah. dissing you right now. But I mean, uh, it, it's it's it true. Listen. Yeah, and then you see this like old guy, and the implication is kind of like it might be Bob. And then I have to clarify, like, Bob, is that you? No. Okay. All right. Very confusing. So, um, let's let's move into stuff that isn't confusing by talking about the Chicago Red Stars playing the Washington Spirit. Everything going exactly as you would expect it to. Nagasato, Sam Kerr getting those goals. Uh, no confusion here. Yeah, 3-1 win for the Red Stars. Sam Kerr, two goals on this one, which, Caleb, what is that exactly? It's a brace. It is a brace. Oh, thanks, it is. guys, for the clarification. Yeah, no you uh, are welcome. Yeah, okay. um, really, every time. Yeah. Yes. First one was a chip from standing on the six-yard line and chipped it over the keeper who was on her line. Like, that's just rude. I'm sorry. Like Sam Kerr needs to have at least some respect for her fellow players. Yeah, man, this burn is... it all down. Red Stars. She's she are, are plays for Antifa? Australia, not not the U.S. Anyway, no. um, Kerr Nagasato for the second was easy as you like. Casey Short gave up a penalty that Alyssa Nair saved. Like yeah. it, the Spirit just had no. No chance in this game. Nothing was going right for them. It took a kind of late goal for Mal Pugh to even save some of their blushes. Hey, uh, shout out to both Yuki Nagasato and Sam Kerr for doing a namaste celebration on the pitch. Uh, I very much appreciated it. Uh, much better than the Obama Yang Lacazette shaking hands with hand behind the back celebration, in my opinion. So that's it. It's a hot take here in this room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I like that very much. Sam Kerr also had a gorgeous shot later this week that I physically exclaimed out on seeing. I I want to talk about it because it was just so beautiful. You put that on the obscene, but really it wasn't. He kept his his pants on. Also, you said later this week. This was in the same game. Oh, was it? It was. I was taken to a different place when I saw that goal. (laughs) It was just... The angle was... She was going in one direction, sent the ball in a different direction, tight angle, goes just past the defender and the keeper into the into the goal. It was just, it was one of those goals where you just don't understand. And you still, even on watching the replay, you don't understand how the striker was able to make that happen. And Sam Kerr is, 
man, she's a goddess. It's amazing. It's amazing. The human cheat code. Hey, should uh, mention real quick that one of the two teams in this next game that we're going to talk about is in the playoffs, NWS playoffs. The other one might have a shot at them. Utah playing the North Carolina Courage. Courage coming out 3-0 winners. Uh, Royals obviously still fighting for the for the the final playoff spot with the Rain FC and uh, Washington Spirit. We'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, North Carolina Courage, top of the table, two games to go at the moment, 46 points. Yep, uh, third straight NWSL shield for them. Uh, terribly bad penalty. Kristen Hamilton got hacked down. Uh, Sam Mewis scored it to start the scoring. Uh, Jay Hinkle had a Schross go through the hands of Nicole Barnhart. Dabinia just wide open for the third. The Courage do look like their usual selves now. Yeah. Just in time, too. Yeah, in case you were worried. Rain FC, though, managed to drop points, which is bad enough considering what they're trying to do to get into the playoffs. But they drop points to Sky Blues. Yeah, Carly- At home. <laughs> Carly- All of them. Carly Lloyd with the only goal in this game. Uh, other than that, it was all Rain FC going forward, and they just didn't finish. Yeah, I guess uh, somebody rained on their parade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're recording at his house, but we can, we can tell him to leave, right? Please? Please? <laughs> so Rain and the Royals, both on 31 points with three games to play, uh, vying for that fourth spot. Right now, Utah Royals in fourth. Uh, Washington Spirit with 26 points and a game in hand are mathematically in contention, but it's kind of a long shot for them to make it in there. Outside uh, looking in. Yeah, so Rain FC and Utah Royals really the two teams to watch going forward for the next two match weeks. Portal Thorns played Houston Dash and managed to secure their spot in the postseason with a 1-0 win. Yeah, they snapped a 260-minute goalless streak. Tobin Heath getting the lone goal of the game close range after a throw-in. Really one-way traffic in this game. Houston didn't threaten that much. But something is up with Portland and scoring. Because we'll discuss it in the uh, next segment. We'll we'll just tease that. But yeah, uh, the Thorns at least, they were able to break through. But still not quite convincing in this game. Even as dominant as they were. So it's looking like the playoffs are going to be the Chicago Red Stars and Portland Thorns playing each other as seed number two and seed number three play each other. And then the Courage will take on either the Royals or the Rain unless uh, something goes horribly wrong for both of those teams. So let's talk about MLS now, Major League Soccer. Uh, And let's talk about FC Cincinnati who have secured the wooden spoon in spectacular fashion. But I'm surprised it took this long. It, I, I'm amazed it took this yes, long. Yes, and uh should also mention Avis Powell this week putting on Snapchat a picture of a, a blue sky with beautiful clouds, house in the background, and the words, only one more week before I leave Cincinnati, upside down smiley face, uh, angel with halo face. Spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, guess he's not quite happy over there. And Why? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, part of a record-breaking team. So, right? 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 Yeah. He's right. put that on, res- on his resume as vaguely as possible. Part of a record-breaking <laughs> team in 2019 MLS season. Oh, see where you want. Atlanta or 
Yeah. LAFC and uh, just one of the teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't say you didn't say him there, but it was one of them, one of them in the in the lead at yeah. that point. Yeah, uh, things were at least like halfway decent for them in this game. They held Atlanta scoreless for fifty eight minutes, which is saying something. I for- guess they forgot that Joseph Martinez is on the pitch because he was wide open for the first goal, and then they remember the second time that he scored, but he just made three defenders look like they were. U12 players. Yeah. I like, was going to say, I was trying to think of though, like he made them look like, and I think the worst thing you can say for, for a defender, he made them look like FC Cincinnati defenders. Basically. Yeah. He's really made them look yeah. right at home. Yeah. 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 Uh, so 2-0 win for Atlanta. The Timbas uh, hosting the Red Bulls. I'm doing some accents these days, guys. Don't give me looks. We, we weren't going to mention it, but we sh- we sh- why? Why are you doing this? You know, there's that Mulaney bit where he talks about um, Patrick Stewart on SNL. He's like, salt and pepper. I'm like, timbers. You know, like that, that's that's what I'm going for. So the timbers are pepper? Major League Soccer. Yeah. Who, who, who's salt? Um, at this point, it's probably the timbers because they're pretty salty. <laughs> to, uh, you know, they lost against the Red Bulls 2-0. I think it's more that um, they salted the earth with... How bad they've been playing. Um, Wouldn't be very good for the rubber pellets on their... It really would not be. Yeah, it would totally no. disintegrate them. Um, Shoop. I, I don't know anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Armas started Kyle Duncan and Tom Barlow in this game. Uh, that was smart. Uh, Kyle Duncan scored his first MLS goal three minutes into the game. Um, Diego Chara with a just about chip. That, that was a very... Great, just about over Luis Robles and read just the line. about. Yeah, you have to read uh, the line. It's in the, read it's the, the script. Line. Read the line. Chara hits the bara. Thank you. Were there no notes in that one? There were no notes in that one? We didn't have anyone. anyone yeah. Another producer was no, going down, but yeah, yeah rushed the one out. Yeah, no direction <laughs> notes on this one either, so I totally delivered that line correctly. Um, that was off of a no-look cross from Diego Valeri. That was just beautiful to watch. Yeah. Completely under pressure, guys somehow manages to knock it beautifully in line for Char to run into and, you know, do what Char does normally. Uh, penalty late in the game for New York Red Bulls seal the deal. Royer, Daniel Royer converts and um, says here Portland literally cannot buy a goal. Literally. So. Literally? Cannot buy a goal. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Seattle played FC Dallas. Game ended nil-nil. The best chance of the game was a fifth-minute cross that didn't actually get to anyone. Okay. That's what sort of game it was. Yeah. Oof. Atlanta hosted San Jose, who, uh, yeah, things yeah. got kind of hairy for San Jose. On a scale of one to Chernobyl, with Montreal being a seven, Oof. how big was San Jose's meltdown at the end of this game? <laughs> this game? Like, nine and a half. I feel like their seasons right now could be around the six if they move it's, out of the It's playoffs. getting there. It's getting right there. Right now it's at like a four. Three one, the final score to Atlanta. And what is it? Three red cards in this game, including Coach Matas Almeida and well, another one. One of two them in after this game, the game. One after the game. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Justin Miram deflect, got a deflected shot in for the opener in the fifth minute. Own gold. Kind of hit Brad Guzan, kind of hit Gonzalez Perez. Not entirely sure who's fault it was. But they teamed up for a great goal for San Jose. Yes, good for them. Uh, but then uh, Christian Espinosa got himself sent off in the 34th minute for a... Somehow it was only a second yellow. Yeah. Yeah, initial fall. Again, hits the player, goes down a little easily. Doesn't. I, 
I don't think it was even called, dude. But then he stamps on the player's calf, which is not good. No, that that's really not good. I mean, like, I know he was wearing his turf shoes, so they weren't, like, full-out spikes. But, but still, yeah. like, don't do that, man. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, rude. Yeah. Um, Matthias Almeida sent off by the ref later in the game. Uh, probably mad. Might have been mad about this one as well. Probably mad about the LGP not being sent off for shoving San Jose player off the pitch, off the, off the sideline, into the advertising and putting an arm around the back of his neck and shoving him again. Um, yeah, right right into the good. AR. Nothing called. Nothing there. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought maybe it just might be that Almeida, you know, his hair was looking a little not so great. And the referee was like, get the fuck out of here and fix yourself. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, could have been. Yeah. Then uh, 90th minute winner for Emerson Heinemann. And then Pity Martinez was unmarked on the spot for a even more garbage time third. And then after the final whistle, Chris Wondolowski, for some reason, got sent off. I don't know the reason. I just know why he did it. <laughs> like, like He got sent off for yelling at the ref and... Probably because LGP didn't sent off and probably other things that happened in the game. We didn't see the highlights, but no, he was just like Almeida's hair looked amazing. What is wrong with you, stupid ref? I mean, that, you probably need to like insert seventeen f bombs in there to yeah. actually get it to work. But hey, we should talk about Minnesota next. Speaking of f bombs, but I want to spend one more second <laughs> on Chris Wondolowski because he's tweeted out that he's going to be spending next game at San Jose Ultras. All I want to know is, does he take his t-shirt off during the game? That's kind of their thing. He doesn't bring one in. Yeah, oh, okay. he's wearing yeah. definitely not. Just yeah, just shorts we didn't, or we didn't pants. really talk about the most consequential part of this game, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, some guy, something happened, and then some other shit will happen in Atlanta for a few weeks. Okay, no, that's good enough, right? Uh, Justin, Mart- Justin yeah. Martinez, the what? He's done a long street for scoring. Um, I, I think remember. this it, game ended it. it this, this game definitely ended it, and it won't continue or start over again for a while. That's yeah. that's the thing you'll want to talk about, right? Let's move on. He's no. injured for a couple, oh, for a couple weeks, several weeks. Several is what weeks. they're saying. Um, ankle injury, knee and knee? ankle injury. Not dead. Like for that, I, I'm honestly surprised that Notch is not like openly celebrating, celebrating this. I mean, like he's gonna survive. That's the most important part. This is why I live. didn't want you guys to bring it up. I can't say anything bad about this. The guy got hurt. You know, I can't like be all gloaty. Uh, I want to. Everything else about Atlanta, you get all gloaty about. So, yeah, but like, like, I saw this injury. Dude's knee went like a little wobbly. You know, it was yeah. Like, uh, like, oh, now he's calling him soft notch. What the hell, man? Dude's <laughs> injured. Jesus, man. Have some respect. Let's move on to our special sub segment that we call "Don't Look Back at Anger." In this segment, we discuss Minnesota United FC, and we look forward, only forward. You know, we've been saying this the whole time, because last year sucked, and that's why we came up with this segment, Q. It turns out Minnesota has not been below the playoff line all year, so I guess we can look back and we all kind of... Uh, just, I mean, uh, sometimes like this week, you just get really bored, because we ended our game against Portland nil-nil. Yeah, although I I suppose we did look back with a good amount of anger when uh, the news about Brent Coleman hit. 
let's let's talk about that in, in a quick yeah. second. Um, I want to make reference to the f bombs that Ozzy Alonso threw. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> while while uh, that's more fun to talk about. Wa- let's do that. Waving a middle finger at was it a Chara? I'm pretty sure it was. was. Yeah. Ref. Or if it was the fourth, then he probably should have been sent off. In the yeah. of and, 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 and into a broadcast mic, it seemed like a random mic. Right like, hey, fuck off! Fuck, fuck off. off! Fuck off! And it was it's beautiful. It was perfect. Yeah. Like, I was driving home from New Bohemia because I had to get off to a different thing. But I was, like, listening to ESPN for that. And I, like, burst out laughing and almost hit somebody. It was it was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Glad you didn't. Uh, by the way, now that Joseph Martinez is injured, maybe we can have Vito Manone be the player of the week finally because he was not even on the official ballot, uh, but got voted by all the media types, according to Jeff Reuter, yep. as yeah. their player of the week. Team our team record 11 saves, was it? 11, 12. 12. 12 saves. Um, Amanda signed of the season. We've said it once, we've said it a billion times. Signed of the season, Vito Manone. But, I mean, this is the thing. Everyone's like, man, our defense is so good this year. So many clean sheets. And I'm like, yes, it is better. But we also have a fantastic keeper. Without yeah. him, we'd be getting screwed. So, but uh, really, other than the Ozzy Alonso incident and Vito being amazing, this game was 90 minutes of melatonin. Straight to my face. Mason yeah. Toy has been um, called in for a dance at the MLS Disco for his uh, dive. I think it was in the 40-something minute. I yeah. thought it's seventy something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the foul was called, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then yeah. It, I, I forget it was a pretty exactly. Bad dive. I, yeah, I mean, it, but also it's not fine. He's not like suspended or anything. So why even bring it up? It's the second. Uh, I think it's like only two weeks apart. Yeah, it's happened to him twice. So that's the dude. You know, like, but it's stop, stop diving. Yeah. Like. It, you, Also, stop diving, but also, why does the MLS feel the need to do that when there's no real consequences for Mason Toy to, to keep doing it? It's not like he makes that much money. Like, it, a was fine he, was is... Was he fined? Yes, he was fined. Oh, okay. Well, they didn't say that in the, in the, in the MLS thing. Said it, he was found to have simulation or diving or whatever. Yeah. Didn't like, say he was fined anything. All of these have some undisclosed fine attached to it. They were so. like, all right, Miss and Toy, we're coming at you. We want so you all your bubble gum, your lunch money, and anything else that you get for an allowance this week. We want it. <laughs> that was the MLS dis- disciplinary committee. I mean, with the, what he made, it's probably... Yeah, yeah, basically. This much percent. Here's five dollars. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of candy bars and things that uh, people take to feel happy, uh, Brent Coleman, as you, God, (laughs) it wasn't drugs. It wasn't drugs. It wasn't hard drugs. I know. I know. It wasn't. We should put the uh, disclaimer. 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 Yes. Yes. I was just kidding. Um, But I, I, I. Okay. Here's why I said that, which is that. Brett Gallman, first of all, has been busted by MLS for taking uh, PEDs, and we don't know exactly which PED it was, uh, but he was. this was over the summer and he's recovering from injury. You get really bummed out when you're injured. Your starting spot may be at risk. It makes you really unhappy. So coming back from that quickly makes you happy. That's where I was going with that. So, But anyway, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It really fucking sucks. 
10-game ban, not allowed to train with the team, not allowed to uh, be in team facilities, I believe, either. Correct. He is uh, allowed to be in preseason for next season, but only preseason has to leave before uh, training. the rest of his suspension. Um, Really miss him in this game because I went off with the Hershey Squirts (laughs) as an Olam to come on. Yeah. So... I mean, we're wearing white shorts. Yeah. Like, this sucks, but this is also maybe the one time that a player has actually said the right thing about the PEDs that they took. Yeah. We can be mad at him for, and give him no sympathy for taking them because that's wrong. But also, his response afterwards wasn't like, oh, I didn't know. I, I thought it was this cold medicine. It's probably my, that, right? My child gave me, a, drugs. gave me a lollipop that I didn't know. I, he had dipped into like the steroid can over there. This that person I in, a, in a windowless van gave me a protein shake. And I was like, sure. <laughs> no, I was going down the street. Someone jumped out and injected me. What can I, I mean, do? He, he owned up to what he did. Yeah. He... Apologized to the fans, the team, and his teammates, and he admitted his wrongdoing, which is more than I can say about really any professional athlete who's did who just padded for PEDs. The only thing that would have made it better is if he had phrased his statement to the lyrics of Lizzo's Juice. <laughs> like I figured out a good one for it. I'm not gonna sing it. Let's just say that the word caboose shows up in it. Nice. So is well he injecting his caboose? I. Yes. Okay. Yes, yep. he does. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> I would like to know how his brother Brian reacted to this news. Uh, he probably swore 17 times and then uh, lunged two-footed into him. Yeah. That... This is probably similar to what Ozzy was doing on the pitch. Yeah, there we go. I just feel so bad because I feel bad for... Anyway. Yeah. Just feel bad. yeah. All right. Let's uh, move on. Any other loon stuff you want to talk about really quick before we go? Um, The expected people got nominated for awards. Yay. Yeah. Also, uh, Jan and uh, Jan and Roman up for newcomer of the year. Um, Ike up for defender of the year. Defender of the year with Roman. Um, Ike is also up for MVP. Asani and Chase both up for rookie of the year. Adrian Heath up for coach of the year. Um, <laughs> comeback player of the year. Ethan Finley. That was kind of interesting. Molino maybe, but. Yeah. What's uh? Who do you think is gonna be Dotson and Gasper's competition for rookie? Andre Shinishiki. Uh, yeah. That that means to mold them to yeah. one player, Sane Shinishiki. Yeah. Yeah. We have technology. So uh, the other the other question I wanted to ask you was, what are your theories as to why Angelo Rodriguez and Thomas Chacon were not in the eighteen for this game? Um, that first. Are they selling their apartments? Doesn't do we know? ring a bell at all. I don't know who that is. But <laughs> Thomas Chaton is for the future. So yeah. Um, but the first guy. So, so they, are you sure you're not saying Tristan Ramirez because we traded him? <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, do we think he's gone yeah. next year? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 See ya, Mister really Rodriguez. Weird. Does. We brought him in because he's a different kind of striker than we want to build. That we want to build around. He's the hold-up guy. Christian was moving the space, made runs, that find the defense, and now our main striker is what Christian was, but faster. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But, but do we know how well he does in Honda commercials? Mason Toy is probably a lot more charismatic. I don't. I. I. Yeah. Like I love Christian, but the charisma of that lamp behind you. 
Did they also? <laughs> Both of them shake things in their gold celebrations. By the way, have you noticed? I did. This Sorry, is true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go back to talk about MLS games. Uh, FC Cincinnati played Chicago. Nothing happened. Nothing at all happened. Okay. So New England played Real Salt Lake, and nothing at all happened. Yeah. Houston hosted Orlando, and something did happen. Two one to Houston in this game. Christian Ramirez getting an assist and a goal. Yeah, the game winner, in fact. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dom Dwyer scored on a set piece where he jumped up instead of down. <clears throat> he can do that? I was amazed that could happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he scored, and then, like, the teammate tries around and said, Guys, guys, I figured it out. I fe- <laughs> we didn't jump up. Now just fall over. And then people are like, All right, cool, man. Like, just, yeah, yeah just keep doing that. And yeah. then I like, pat him on the head, and, like, and then he fell over because he had pat him on the head. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. But uh, his finishing was terrible for the rest of the game. So back to normal. Um, Christian Ramirez had an amazing cross to Albert Elise in the 70th. Elise heads it in to the upper netting. And then Ramirez, with the most Ramirez of goals, um, gets on the end of Mora Minotis's fantastic <laughs> dribble through like seven different yeah. players. He's in, and just tapped it in. He's, he's wide open at the far post. He's like dancing and it has his hands like right by his chest. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And it's there. It's like, like the quintessential Christian Ramirez goal. There. Yes, indeed. Sporting Kansas City hosted the Colorado <laughs> Rapids and somehow blew a 2-0 lead to finish this game 3-2. Uh, our weekly question, I'm going to rearrange the words to make it a statement. Guys, Colorado are good. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. are. It's a bummer that they had to deal with Anthony Hudson for like the first month and a half of the season because otherwise they'd be in the playoffs. It would be by far. Robin Fraser is a good coach. That yeah, had his CV tainted by Shivas. Yeah, Connor Casey was a very good interim coach. Anthony yeah. Hudson sucks. Anthony Hudson. <laughs> that's that's really the, yeah. the moral of the story. Well, Anthony he- Hudson should probably get coach of the year because of the impact that he had on that team after leaving <laughs> anthony hudson for fc cincinnati just made it the oh worst my thing in the world please oh god but um do, has he been hired anywhere else wasn't he being considered for like the aston villa job for a little while uh, some some england no the newcastle job yeah newcastle. His, his name yeah. came up and it came up in football weekly and barry glendening who's a great sports writer over there for the Guardian, was like i don't know who that is <laughs> Like and like had looked him up and like some lower lead in the Indians like and got a rapids and like was he like New Zealand, Zealand and like before yeah. I was like Burundi it's like it's like yeah I don't know how his name's in here I I don't yeah. understand <laughs> yeah in the conversation none of us know how his name's in here yeah uh, congratulations you have a very good agent Anthony Hudson um we should also talk about Kai Kamara's goal yes who knew Kai Kamara could do bicycle kicks uh, Kai Kamara did yeah. Damn, he's, I mean, guy's like tall as hell. He's big. He's fully acrobatic. Not like one of those like half bicycle kicks where people are like, that's a bicycle kick. And you're like, yeah, slow down. Not early. No, no, no. no. This is like legit. Yeah. Like it was very much like jump and go backwards and kick at almost full extension. There was hang time. Like bullets went by that he like avoided in midair. Agent Smith got really mad at him. He had a, the, Little negative of Ito Parov dragging him down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was being dragged down before that bicycle, too. I think it I, would have been a penalty had he not scored. I think I think the pressure that that defender had on his back was actually what helped him support. to the bike. Yeah. He, Honestly, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. Beautiful bicycle by Kai Kamara, yeah. too. When I was really dragging him down, I was lifting you up. 
<laughs> should also mention Matt Beasler got his only his third yellow uh, red card ever, third sending off. Yeah, uh, in the twentieth minute. So SJC's duels came in the first fourteen minutes, and then twentieth minute, uh, Beasler kicked Sammy Nicholson in the face. Which you can't in do. In the face. You can't do it all, no, 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 apparently. But, but, but Sammy Nicholson, I mean, he he has to die for her sins. So, like, Matt Beasler was like, I'm going to take him out. Bam. And then three minutes later, he rose again to assist on something. Or he didn't. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no, not quite. No, Rubio and uh, Tommy Smith stored the equalizing game winning goals, respectively, in the second half. Um, great Colorado header by th- Tommy Smith. They have three more games this season, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I've done the in front of me, but yeah, I'll, I'll yes, book it. This. Decision day, Sam Nicholson scores a goal. Okay, yeah, because because it'll be three games. Okay, after. yeah. All right. Okay. I want to. By the way, I want to put an ex loons uh, team in FIFA together, and 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 play it Why? against the loons. <laughs> I just, just so kicks. Demidov, Nicholson. Can we get Aboda. Can we get? Uh, or it might have Shuttleworth at this point. But yeah. like Khalif Al Hassan, who you said is in India, won't be yep. there. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be just kind of bash. Where is he playing these days? I think he's back in Denmark. Yeah. So, okay. Is he's he like, still score? He's like Randers, playing well too. Yeah. He's like four goals in seven games, something like that. Yeah. Swiss second division isn't in. Uh, Not in FIFA. No. No. You can't. Colin Warner plays overseas too in Denmark. I think. Uh, yeah. Yes, I can't remember if he's first or second division though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we shall see. Okay, let's talk about LA Galaxy playing Montreal 2-1, the score. Nobody? Okay, all right. No, I wasn't I mean, Colin Warner. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zlatan scored a ricochet that landed uh, right at his foot after seemingly uh, possibly hitting his hand. Uh, VAR checked it out, and turns out it was fine. Lastly, Lapalainen equalized for Montreal. Excellent header. But then Evan Bush, who... Quietly has been the worst goalkeeper in MLS this year. Like much it, like it George sh- W. Bush had the same impact on the list of presidents, Evan Bush having this impact on the list of goalkeepers this year. Like it is shocking Ooh, how bad he has been. Um, did a terrible job playing out of the back, gave the ball away, and I screamed out, "He should be punished for this!" And then ten <laughs> seconds later, Urientuna scores on the same possession. Uh, Lapi Lapalainen, did I say that right? Yeah, holy shit, nice. Uh, stored a great header in this game. Um, I which, said that. You did? I did. Oh, sorry. I was in. Let's up Colin Warner. His uh, name's just fun to say, Caleb. You can just yeah. admit that that's why you did it. But yeah, it's, it's fine. Okay. The best part about that was David Bainham yelling at his defense while he did nothing to try to stop the shot. Yeah. So. LAFC playing Toronto, getting a 1-1 draw. LAFC's woes continued. Turns out it might not have just been Vela being missing. Yeah. It might um, also be the fact that they are comfortably in the lead of the Supporter Shield, have nothing to prove until the uh, playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Probably fine. Yeah. Guys. I mean, you, you want them to go and get the record, I but mean, they're going to destroy they us on Sunday. To. Yeah. They will destroy that's us true. on Sunday. Predict- predicting yeah. They're mad. They'll destroy yeah. us. But uh, five games without win for LAFC. Uh, Subasa Endo put in a tight angle shot from uh, Josie Altador's pass. He was for- on the endo of that pass. <laughs> I'm telling you, Caleb, we need to get him to leave his own house. It's very difficult 
but we can do it. Hey, I'm, I'm, if, if MLS can negotiate with the supporters, you can negotiate with me on this I'm point. I'm going to look up the squatters' rights in Minnesota. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Um, LAFC losing 1-0 in stoppage time, but then all of a sudden Chris Mavinga decided he wanted to kill <laughs> Latif Blessing. This was the funniest goddamn thing. Like It probably hurt Latif a lot because Mavinga throws a clear of the ball and whiffs and just knees uh, Latif Blessing in the neck chest area. Because Latif like, Blessing is like, what, five foot nothing? And Chris Vinda is, you know, a regular human-sized being? <laughs> He's like a decent-sized center-back human being. That, six, foot. That, six foot. And yeah. the best part was Ted Uncle's like, nah, that's definitely a corner. Even though Chris Vinda didn't get the ball at all. Not <laughs> even <laughs> remotely. And then they went back to VAR, and it wasn't like, hey, um, yeah, you fucked up. It was, hey, um... Where should we scream world star? Like, should it be here or should it be here? Tell him to be like, hey, guys, you see anything? You're going to want to see this. Just go to the screen. Go to the screen. No, it's a step of penalty. Like, you should call it a penalty. Yeah, like, what's wrong with penalty, but, but, but watch this. Don't like, watch it. So good. Five or six so times. Good. It's great. Oh, Carlos Vela scored it, and it yeah. was a tie. Yeah, stoppage time. Stoppage time. FC Dallas hosted New York City FC. This game ending 1-1. NYCFC beat everyone to the stadium and scored a goal within 40 seconds. Anton Tinnerholm, nice cross to Tati Castellanos. At that point, if you're in the car and you're driving to Dallas Stadium, you just like look at the, you know, the notification. You're like, ah, you know, and other let's fuck this. I'm gonna eat some of the fantastic dry rub barbecue that's available in this state. I don't need to go to this game. I mean, you pretty much would have to, like, drive to Lockhart, Texas from anywhere, and it would still be farther than Frisco. Yeah, I mean, you're driving to Frisco from somewhere else in Texas, you probably... You pass, like, you've been, like nine... Five minutes yeah, you pass, like, already, nine might, good barbecue you might places. You well just go to the game and suffer and watch you, your team equalize in the 67th minute. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ring... Um, desperately screwed up the play out of the back, not once, but twice. Directly kicked it into Zdenek and Drozic, then tried to get it off of him and failed miserably. Andrazic able to score the equalizing goal. First touch volley, beautiful technique on his part. That was a, it was a great goal. I mean, the second touch, given the fact that Alex Ring initially kicked the ball into him. All right, all right, all right. You get, I, first last first the intentional touch. Yeah, there, there you, we I go. Have a chance to. Uh, New York Red Bulls played Philadelphia Union. Uh, 2-0 the score for the Red Bulls. Robles and Aaron Long somehow managed to keep things level early under huge pressure from Fakfa Pico and Alejandro Bedoya. A goal line clearance from Aaron Long. Beautiful clearance from him. Uh, Tom Barlow, uh, no relation to former uh, English boy band singer Gary Barlow. Who is in? Uh, uh, I mean, what is happening? I I was thinking of KSCP meteorologist Ken Barlow. Do Do you smell toast? <laughs> you guys have never heard of Gary Barlow? He was a take that with Robbie Williams. You know, early British boy band. No, oh, no, man. we we are not fans of uh, Britpop. We we are fans of like I bet maybe. You- Maybe <laughs> Oasis. If his name isn't JT, it's not for me. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys show. are listening to like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I was listening to Boyzone, okay? So, uh, Wait, what's her name? I, every <laughs> single time I hear the name Boyzone, Boyzone I just like... Boyzone sounds like a 
theme parked in Michael Jackson's. Oh God! Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Believe them, I Caleb. You are not Dave Chappelle. You know, how, uh, you know how Disney has like Magic Kingdom. It's like Neverland had Boy Zone. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You're laughing. <laughs> Tom Tom Barlow got the start again Opened the scoring off of a terrible goalkeeping error from Andre Blake Danny Royer sealed the win in the second half Savage time, second game in a row Uh, DC beat Seattle 2-0 We're Uh, just going to power through these Lucas Rodriguez and Brilliant store Break, store of the break um, actually, no, because there is like legit things that we need to talk about with this and, one. Yeah, after the break. Yeah, we'll, we'll just address that after the break. How about that? Welcome back to We Call It Soccer. We're still in the championship. We're Vancouver tied Columbus 1-1. This game 1-0 until the very end. Um, Columbus getting its early goal by when Zach McMath brought Pedro Santos down with a bad tackle. Uh, Jesse Zardes converting the penalty, but that wasn't the end of it as far as the scoreline was concerned. Yeah, Ali Adnan got a head on the left. Easy cross, easy header to Freddie Montero. Gets past Eloy Room. Which led Caleb Porter to say after this one, quote, The season was on the line. We're up 1-0, 10 seconds to go. We need to put the ball in the stands. There are simple things that you have to do to win games, and we do the wrong things, and it's cost us this season, honestly. If we could see out a game this year, we'd be in the playoffs. Unquote. Yeah. I mean, this game wasn't the end of their season. That ended a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Someone they had get, some bad losses, but they were also just bad this year. You know you know how when Mike Betke got fired from the Red Bull, some, like, rando fan went and delivered him a bottle of vodka on his porch? Uh, someone needs to do that to Caleb Porter, except maybe, like, five bottles of vodka. So, anyway. Uh, Are you saying that he also needs to get fired from Columbus? Oh, no. I'm saying that he just needs to chill out, man. Relax. Let it always let it all out. He just needs to sit with a nice, nice chill, ice cold vodka that's been sent through some charcoal filters, and uh, relax. Because you know you don't want to pay for that. Like why, why? Why? I mean, all vodkas are the same. You just you can get some of the impurities out, and it's it's fine. You know, you don't want to pay for someone else to filter your vodka. Yeah, like just get a get like the fridge Brita filter, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, something we missed talking about with LAFC earlier was that Adama Diomande has checked himself into the league substance abuse slash behavioral health program voluntarily and has left the team uh, while that is sorted out. Uh, reports coming out that it does not have to do with substance abuse and it is a quote-unquote personal issue. So uh, no details given. Privacy obviously maintained for Mr. Diomande. Yeah, um, hope for the best for him. Uh, glad that he uh, understood the need to uh, get help for whatever is going on. Um, we also uh, made the decision not to include um, the 
bad scenes after the uh, DC United Seattle game. Um, one person was hospitalized, several were injured in a fight between a group of DC fans and the uh, exiting Emerald City supporters um, as ECS was leaving Audi Field. Um, Sounder at Heart um, spoke to some people that were involved in it, um, suggested that the fight happened when uh, 10 to 15 DC fans um, confronted uh, the ECS people after the game, attempted to steal some of their um, flagpoles, things like that, and uh, that led to um, a bunch of people getting assaulted. Um, ECS also mentioned that Audi Field Security informed them no escorts were provided outside of stadium gates. That makes I mean, that's always been the case um, as far mm. as every away game that I've ever gone to. However, it's that doesn't mean that the front office's responsibility ends there. You really should have. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know the yeah. details about what, the stadium's exits and things like that. All I will say is that they're a private security force. They can't enforce anything outside of stadium grounds. It's the police's job once you leave private property. Um, but at the same time, it's the f- two front offices and the supporters working together that usually come up with a plan of safety to get the supporter away su- supporters safely off stadium grounds away from any harm. I believe this is the first time that something like this has ever happened in DC, in a ver- or at least it's the first time in a very long time. Yeah. So I, I could have seen people thinking, like, there's not going to be a problem, and now... I mean, this is going to be something that gets discussed on every single away uh, phone call, security phone debrief phone call or pre-brief, I should say, and they're going to sort it out. I have recently, as of this year, stopped wearing my away colors around um, away stadiums. I either turn my shirt inside out, wear a jacket, something or the other. I'm I'm pretty cautious about that kind of stuff, and I say like paranoid, but it's this kind of stuff that scares me. Um, I had to walk through quite a bit of Atlanta with five dark clouds flags on my shoulder. And I was fucking terrified that someone would be like, hmm, there's a dude walking by himself with, uh, I mean, I, I, I covered up my stuff, but like I was not wearing red and, uh, yeah, black, you know? So right. it can get kind of scary. And, and there are, we were starting to see these idiots come into MLS who want to steal stuff and have trophies, which is like the dumbest thing in the entire universe. So um, hopefully the perpetrators are identified quickly of this attack and action is taken um, decisively. In Indeed. Um, speaking of uh, some other league news. We did not mention the score actually of this game. DC beat Seattle 2-0. So yep. just wanted to mention that real quick. Yes, indeed. Um, big news broke just as we were about to start recording. Um, the league after consultation with... Uh, The ICS, Timbers Army, Gorilla FC, ECS, um, they announced that they will be rescinding the ban on um, the Iron Front from MLS stadiums at least until the end of the season with an eye toward um, broader changes to the MLS fan code of conduct in line with the demands that uh, the ISC had set out. Basically, it seems as though the movement is going to be toward coming up with more inclusive language uh, related to political speech within stadiums. This is a, a shocking and welcome move by the league. Uh, good job on 
the MLS supporters for having the solidarity to work together on this issue. Um, mad props to all the groups that are represented in these talks because they were some of the strongest in terms of expressing themselves uh, in many different ways. Uh, let's uh, now quickly also touch on the expansion draft, which looks like it's going to be like last year. Except you can protect 12 players instead of 11. Ooh. I know, but there's two teams instead of one. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so, is it even worth it talking about who y'all think might be a nice expansion draft snag? No. No. Okay. Do you think there is there someone you project that might get snatched up from Minnesota? Um, mm. depends on whose options get declined. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, uh, we will, we'll, I guess, talk a little bit more about this as the off season dawns and we can maybe see the, uh, the, the cut date. What's, what's that date called? The, where the, where the roast teams make the roster announcements. Um, roster, yeah, roster announcement day. Yeah. date. It's, it doesn't have some like. MLS Cup deadline cutoff day of contract destruction sponsored by Audi. No, but it is sponsored no. by Hanneken. So yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's uh move into a segment that we call Top Lo-Fi Hits. Let's turn on YouTube, put on those sound canceling headphones, and study the latest from the U.S. lower leagues. Um, new record for U.S. lower league shenanigans at the um North. What what how do you, what what does the acronym actually mean here? NISA National Independent Soccer Association. Okay, well, it's not a nicer name to say. Nah. Okay, uh, they lost the team before Caleb, they even started playing games. Can we please get him off of the show in his own house, please? I'm begging you. I guess uh, I'm not the size th- in this. The, the NISA FO were pretty furious with this uh, happening, don't you think? Huh? Huh? Uh, now explain why that one's bad. Have you said the team name yet? The Philadelphia Fury <laughs> go on hiatus. They lost 8-1 to Miami FC. Oh, almost and, a Man City. Yeah. Um, they were also reported before the season started to have not paid their players on time. And then some reporter came out and clarified, actually, I've heard everyone's been paid. It's all fine. Which was, of course, a lie yep. told to that reporter by somebody. Probably. So Pretty sure. Yeah. So uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's a great look for uh, a brand new league. Um, in uh, Better news. Yeah, in much better news. Uh, pending a stadium agreement, uh, Des Moines will be getting a USL championship side. Uh, the owner of the Detroit Menace apparently has franchise rights to bring a club to USLC, possibly with the Menace name. It's unclear as to whether or not that's going to happen. Uh, we should mention the most important aspect of this. The guy that owns the Menace is also the owner and primary shareholder in the fantastic Midwestern convenience store chain, Come and Go. <laughs> ah, the Justin Split. Yeah, I'm yeah. all aware. Uh, I have, I've actually been to Come and Go's a few times. But, I have too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should give a quick shout to the USL League One table where North Texas SC are the regular season league champions. Lansing Ignite have qualified for the playoffs. And currently you have Greenville Triumph, Ford Madison, the Red Wolves, uh, all vying for a spot in the playoffs. I believe 
Tormenta can technically and FC Tucson can technically make it, but uh, who knows? Forward Madison with a big 1-0 win in their home closer of the year against North Texas. Yeah, seeing as how they're in the fourth seed spot, they were like, no more home games. Let's sell everything at the stadium, including all the little foam signs that say things like men's restroom. They were all sold at a garage sale. So, yeah, it's 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 interesting strategy. I guess, you know, you're going to be the meme team, you know, go go all out. Yeah, basically. I, I just wonder why they didn't get a helicopter and drop the, all the signs out of the helicopter at the final home game. Was um, it heavier than dollar bills? Yeah. Did it hurt somebody? Yeah. Also, uh, like... Come on, now. Just think about it. Flamingos are kind of like turkeys. They don't really fly. As right, right, documented right. in the documentary, uh, was it w- WTRP in Cincinnati? Yes. Yeah. No, but... Uh, th- th- Llamas don't fly for Las Vegas. Anyway, okay, all right, fine, fine. Yeah, they weren't dropped out of We'll, we'll just move on. Okay, I'm, I'm, I got it. Um, should also give a shout to the USL Championship playoffs. But the championship is a game. So uh, in this area, we should, of course, give the first shout to our friends in Phoenix. Phoenix Rising ended up losing... In their uh, twenty-one or twenty-first opportunity for a win, um, man, that streak was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I am not gonna read out all twenty teams that are projected to be in the playoffs at the moment, but I will say that the following teams have already qualified: Red Bulls two, Indy eleven, Tampa Bay Rowdies, yeah, and ASL buddies, Nashville SC, hey, expansion team, uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They will all be in the. Uh, Playoffs, Phoenix Rising has, of course, qualified as well as become the Shield winner for the championship. Um, not fast enough, Producer Nick. Not fast enough. you got to jump on that mic quickly. Uh, Fresno FC has qualified. Please and- jump on the mic so you can get Notch off of there and make him stop saying those dumb dad jokes. <laughs> we know 1868 FC has also qualified. and We'll tell you the rest as things go. Um, one team that will not be making the USL Championship playoffs is the Colorado Springs Switchbacks, who have been uh, eliminated. They have uh, also assigned, hired Alan Coach, Coach Cock himself, as their new coach. So uh, that happened. That did happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's uh, move on to talking about the U.S. national teams. And you know what? We just got one thing to say. So let's just say it right now without going into the segment. Skip the music. Uh, the U.S. national or the men's national team announced that Orlando will be the site for their Nations League game versus Canada in November in case things get really cold here early and you feel like taking a quick vacation. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move now into a segment that we call, they call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. And in this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. First up, Southampton 1, Bournemouth 3, uh, Leicester 2, Tottenham 1. <laughs> Everybody lost their shit with VAR in this game. Yes, indeed. Um, Human Son was marginally offside for um, what would have been the goal that would have put Tottenham 2-0 up. And, I mean, it's probably like quarter of a toe offside. Yeah. it. Yeah. The fact that offside is a just cut-and-dry decision rather than clear and obvious 
really confused a lot of people that should have known better. Uh, Lester then came back from a goal down after that decision won via James Madison's 85th minute goal. Good for him for coming back from the dead. He was one of my favorite presidents. Yeah. Um, He's Dallas, taller than I remember. Yeah, exactly. Also, he wears different colors. Jim, I thought he used to only wear black. And somehow he's now okay with England. Didn't yeah, he wasn't he like yeah, yeah like he, he was really anti on them. <laughs> right, exactly. Very facial hair though. Uh, Burnley two, Norwich nil, Everton nil. Wait, Seven. wait, wasn't this Tottenham game also the one where Harry Kane had his like scorpion kick, like while yeah. he falling down, that was a scoring pretty goal? Awesome goal. Yeah, that was very like strange. the opposite of Phil Jones last year, where Phil Jones fell over, tried to clear it with his head, and put it right into the path of the. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, Everton nil, Sheffield United two, Man City eight. Watford nil. Eight. They were five yeah. nil up after 18 minutes. That's uh you're not coming back from that, I don't no. think. No, no. No. Kike. I mean, that that's what happens when Man City loses three two. Like yeah. just ouch. Uh Newcastle and uh Brighton Hove Albion uh played to a nil-nil draw. Uh Crystal Palace and Wolverhampton Wanderers played to a one-one draw. Oh, wham! They earned an estimation point in this game. They beat Manchester United 2-0. Andrea Malenko with the opener and Aaron Trussell with a beautiful free kick to seal the deal and possibly kicked out Ollie from Manchester United. Probably not yet, but yeah, not, not quite, too but good it, for him. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal 3, Aston Villa 2. Arsenal went to halftime down 1-0 with 10 men after the horrifically bad in this game. Ainsley Maitland-Niles got himself sent off in the 40th minute while also... I think twisting his knee. Apparently he's fine, but he limped off as he got a red card. That's never a good look. They were down 2-1 in the 81st. Callum Chambers bombed up to equalize. Aubameyang then hit an 87th minute free kick from right outside the box for the winner. Should also mention man Arsenal. Socrates was on the ground holding on to a different player's leg and then suddenly started falling over and holding his head like he was going to die. And that was pretty funny to me. I mean, I... I wasn't able to watch it because I don't have NBC Sports Gold. You can't. So. It, it, it wasn't a, a dive because he's almost already on the ground. I don't know what you'd call yeah. it if the player's already on the ground pretends to be hurt. But anyway, um, let's uh, right. move on to talk about the fact that Chelsea lost to Liverpool 2-1. Yeah, the Olsen derby. My wife is a, Liverpool, it's a Chelsea fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. It was kind of tense, but I made breakfast for her. So hey. all good. Oh, quick little tip. Right before your scrambled eggs are like done cooking, just put a little Dijon mustard in there. Ooh, it's delicious. That does not um, Two Steppies goals from Liverpool. Uh, free kick goal from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Reminder, he's only 20 years old. Oh, it's great. And then head of a free kick from Roberto Firmino. Uh, Chelsea got one back from, through N'Golo Kante, who... That was a screamer of a goal from him. Confused the Liverpool defense by just running straight at them. No one stopped, stepped up. Just a streamer in the top corner. Nobody, which made me really nervous the last twenty minutes. You can't stop him from scoring those angolos. So uh, yeah, yeah let's, I'm um, on Colin's side now. <laughs> yeah, so, like let's. my side just turned into a murdery side. No, I'm back <laughs> on my own side. I don't want to murder anybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's move into a segment that we call "They Don't Call It Soccer" in brackets. Some do though, where we're going to talk about FIFA's the best awards first. Uh, in this segment where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world that we haven't <laughs> really talked about already. Really throwing shade on the Ballon d'Or awards. 
Yeah. No, FIFA is the best. We're the best. It's in their names. They're the best. <laughs> All right, man. Calm down. So the two best players in the world are Lionel Messi and Megan Rapino. Um, the coaches. You two make best- your own order for that, by the way. Yep. Best coaches in the world are Jurgen Klopp and Jill Ellis. And then there are 22 other players whose names, if we can avoid, I would like to because for time's sake. But if anyone wants to throw out a name or two that you're particularly happy with, you can do so now. Um, I'm particularly not happy that uh, Marta was picked in front of Sam Kerr for the women's best 11. Yep. Uh, also, Vander Donk, a notable uh, absence as well um, from this lineup. It's There was... There have been strides made in their featuring in this awards ceremony. Yeah, like uh, it, it was it was definitely more prominent for women's soccer. But you got to say that the, the amount of thought that goes into these lineups is not uh, improved to a great degree. Yeah, so, um, yeah. particularly on the women's side. And it, you can't blame the media for it because the players actually pick the best 11. But... It, it's so heavily skewed towards national team play versus club play. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're gonna be on TV a lot, you're gonna be in these eleven. So uh, let's uh, also mention that Daniel Zori got the Pushkas Award. Zori, everybody else, he won. I just watched it. It's a great goal. It it really is. Okay, all right. And there were some Champions League results. PSG beat Real Madrid three nil. Atletico Madrid tied Juventus two two. Olympiacos. Tied Spurs 2-2. <laughs> we also mentioned that uh, Spurs lost today to Colchester United in the Carabao Cup. Brilliant. Uh, They're in the fourth division, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, pretty it's league too. Not great. No. Not, not good. Not in the, good. In the Europa League, Arsenal beat Eintracht Frankfurt 3-0. And uh, PSV beat Sporting Lisbon 3-2. And Manchester United, under 23s, a one against Astana, 1-0. At home, no less. Nice. Uh, should uh, mention that in La Liga, Barca have lost to Granada. Uh, it's like a Granada going off in their stadium. <laughs> You're just really leaning you know, into this just, now, aren't you? I, yeah. I kind of liked it now, actually. <laughs> and, uh, I'm on his t- side now. Little Messi, I believe, getting hurt and injured in this game. Um, uh, Barca in crisis. This is a great article how basically uh, people in Spain are putting the blame on Liverpool for making Barca so bad. They're like mentally shaken from that game where we stored four goals on them at Anfield. Which is also, great. Uh, if you if you want to find a reason to fire Barca coach Valverde, you should fire him for the reason that he uh, said that the reason Messi exited the game was that he had a small grind problem. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> dude! <laughs> so dude. small grind, big balls though. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, Granada and Athletic Bilbao. As we all predicted, are on top of the Malita after five games. I mean, we all saw this coming. Sevilla beating Real Madrid, zero one. Uh, Sevilla losing to Real Madrid, zero to one. I just kind of substituted the result that I wanted in my head for the one that happened. So yeah, yeah okay. I I didn't realize that you hated Real Madrid as much as you hated Atlanta. I used to be a Barca fan growing up, like a huge Barca fan. I my first piece of soccer gear ever was a Barcelona polo that some guy visiting Spain had brought for me. Because he knew I loved some soccer. Some guy in fan debut. I, I honestly don't remember who it was, but it was like one of my parents' friends. Anyway, they don't need to go into my childhood right now. Bundesliga, Bayern Munich <laughs> beat FC Köln 4-0. Fuck Bayern Munich for beating Köln. Better beer in Köln than Munich. But uh, anyway. It's a very frosty take. It is. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Werder Bremen uh, beat, uh, got beaten by RB Leipzig 3-0. 
the best stat out of this. Josh Sargent in the first half touched the ball nine times, gave the ball away four times. It's not good. No. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no. And honestly, it wasn't even his fault. Oh, mm, interesting. Right. That, okay. That's how how much uh, Leipzig steamrolled them. Eintracht Frankfurt played Dortmund. This game ended 2-2. Jadon Sancho getting on to the Bundesliga team of the match day through his efforts here. And Lidon, uh, Lyon lost to PSG 1-0. Uh, Neymar with goal. Uh, also, the League's Cup. Remember that weird thing that MLS and Liga MX decided to just throw together at the last minute? Well, that final no. happened. Tigres played Cruz Azul, and Cruz Azul won 2-1. So, good for them. All right. I'm the, sure that'll be in their trophy days forever. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. right next to all the others. Uh, let's now move into a segment that we call Confessions. Where Colin confesses all he knows, and you should forget. Watch this. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side says she got one on the way. So, we mentioned this kind of briefly, that Ike Opara left the game against Portland uh, at <laughs> halftime. A lot of concern over um, a possible head injury, because he was seen uh, messing around with uh, the headgear that he wears to protect himself from possible concussions. Um, turns out, after the game, Adrian Heath said that uh, he left because he wasn't really able to focus with the quote, diarrhea and all that, unquote. This is not the first time in recent weeks that a member of the Loons has suffered from some sort of gastrointestinal distress. Uh, Michael Boxel went a full 90 minutes in the uh, most recent home match, despite the fact that he also uh, was suffering from the same affliction. Kevin Molino missed a game also suffering the same thing. So it begs the question, why exactly are so many Loons players getting sick with the trots? The reality of it is that, you know, just somebody didn't wash their hands well enough, but it's continued for a much more nefarious, nefarious reason. Typically, when a bunch of players on a team are getting some sorts of uh, illness like this, MLS will actually send somebody over um, just to kind of run through any sort of hygiene issues that might be going on in the stadium. However, sources tell me that this move that MLS typically provides was actually blocked by Don Garber. Not only that, Garber then called Minnesota United President Bill McGuire and said, listen, I can provide this team for you, but I need you to do a favor for me. I need you to make sure that you stand against your own fans and oppose the flying of the Iron Front in your stadium. If you refuse to do this, I will not provide this vital aid to you to make sure that your team will be healthy and safe. McGuire eventually obliged, but Opara just simply could not recover in time. Hopefully, this sickness does end, but who knows? Maybe this phone call was picked up by someone that could tell other people, 
about the really, really strange things that Don Garber said on the phone. Possibly someone will write a memo. Maybe that will get leaked to the press. Who knows? <laughs> I, I'm not speculating about what's going to happen here, but it's possible that this will be the fall of Don Garber and he will finally be impeached as MLS commissioner. Who knows? I Watch like, this space. I like that we ended where we started. Exactly. Stuff. All right, let's uh, tell the good people where they can find you on Twitter. Mete Olson 716 I'm at the attachment. You can find me at Spock. You can find this podcast at TWO United Fans. We call it Soccer is produced by Nick Rodriguez, whose views on soccer and politics can be found at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. He also talks about some dumb Apple crap. What the hell, producer Nick? Um, yeah, you, you all should tweet at him. All Do right. It. So uh, please tell your friends to listen to We Call It Soccer. We love to have new listeners. They can subscribe to our podcast on fine podcast providers everywhere. And with that, we bid you adieu for another seven days. See you next week. Don't leave me listening